What's up guys, welcome back to the Botanical Garden, Lucky Episode 13. In this episode, we talk about everything from punching scrimps to alien simps. Hope you guys enjoy it. Coming up in this week's episode. Once they consistently have bogey boners, then they go to something better, like eagle erections, you know, that's... Yeah. Uh, Literally when they punch, the water surrounding that punch boils. It is that fast. I'm not exaggerating. No. Right. And I look across in my neighbor's backyard, and I see this figure, like almost like run to the back of her fence and you just see this alien come out so you're like damn this is freaky she's kind of thick but that's not important and so i broke up with her on the trip with her family (laughs) (laughs) and ladies and gentlemen we are live oh and look at that cute little dog I think she wants down. All right. It's All good right. to get you in the video just for the cuteness factor. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll add that to the, All right, the thumbnail. Yep. Get out. Anything fun this weekend? Um, no, I've been on my resigned. Oh, I've been. Uh, so I am in school being right. studious. Right. So I uh, yesterday, apart from watching football, I just kind of had it on. I just. I uh, was trying to get ahead and staying on my shit. I cleaned my bathroom, which was cool. Um, cleaned the house a good bit, bathroom, kitchen. Like, I actually cleaned my sink, you know? Wow. You know you're supposed to do that? Really? Wow. <laughs> the actual sink itself, yeah. Cleaned it. Pretty gross, but... Um, so I cleaned my toilet, and I have a toilet fact for you. Okay, let's hear it. So you know the fan in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Did you know that the fan in the bathroom is actually for the moisture in the air, not for your poop smells? Oh, really? Yeah, I had no idea. It's it's well, to remove all the moisture so actually, your yeah, house I, feel damp. I think I did know that, but I think that I thought it was like a multi-purpose sort of thing, you know? But really, it's just... Yeah serves one purpose yeah, maybe i'm just ignorant but. well like obviously you turn on the fan like when you're showering because that's like what it's there for right i don't that, but yeah <laughs> you're supposed to okay but then also it's like when you drop a a stinker then it's a like oh i gotta turn the fan on when really that may not be doing a whole lot uh does it, i don't know does it help do you think the know. fan helps is it placebo? Have we always thought it helps because we think that it's supposed to help? <laughs> like we've been told. Like, because yeah. you'll leave the fan on and close the door. Right. Hey, I wouldn't go in there. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, but but what is the like? What is the out? What are the consequences of not turning on the fan for like when you shower? Like, oh, it's just, just. I think it's. Like for the walls and stuff, like that can get, uh, like yeah. water can like get in the seams of the walls and it can mess up the paint over time and yeah, like that's of. what it's there for. But yeah, my parents at my parents' house they have a sick fan where it's also a Bluetooth speaker that you can connect to. Oh, pretty tight. Got some got some LED lights in there too. A little disco. Yeah, yeah it does have LED. Yeah, pretty cool. Dang. Yeah, they they're ahead of the times. I gotta get up, get a new fan. Um, 
this yeah, week, that's my know? poop talk for the day. Sorry. Oh yeah, you gotta get some weekend? poop. Yeah, you gotta get some poop talk in. I mean, uh, <laughs> this weekend we went to like a, I guess you could say like a Halloween um, venue. Like it was like an outdoor. Oh no, there's about to be potentially some barking going on. Oh, Uh-oh. never mind. I just saw the neighbor's dog outside. A lot of the times there can be a little bark off in between the glass, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I know. Yeah. So I went to, what's a good way to describe it? Imagine just like a very big farm that does um, something every year for Halloween where there's pumpkins, there's like activities all over the place. Um, damn, I can't even really consider it a, a farm. It's more like literally like, I don't want to call it an amusement park, but cause there's no like roller coasters or anything. It's almost like a state fair, kind of a county fair, maybe kind of deal. It's kind of like got that vibe, but at the same time you're in the woods and like, like one barn will be like, um, a pie factory and then you go in and they sell you pies and then the other one might be like games and then the other one uh there was this you remember like i don't know at my museum center there was like these little there was a space where there was little foam balls you could like put in a tube and it would like shoot out at people yeah 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 and like there's guns and stuff everywhere well one mm-hmm. one barn was just like a huge like foam ball war sort of room is cool so it's it is almost like an it's an amusement park but because you're trying to be amused by but it's fall themed is what i'm picking up right and there's like a track where like you'll get on these like little pedal carts and go around like a a track and there's um what else is there this place sounds sick yeah i guess there is a merry-go-round that's it's kind of a ride yeah. Um, I mean, is this like, is it only open for the fall season? I think so. or... Yeah. Okay. So maybe it is a farm and then they just kind of double as a converted to a, yeah. Yeah. A but clearly, attraction. clearly they've been doing it for years and years because it's super chiseled out. Like they have staff that works there every year. And, okay. uh, that's cool. Yeah. It's huge. It's massive. But I did that. There was, um, I sent you the video of when we were on the slide. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, so there is a bit like one of those big metal slides. Yeah, but it was kind of like apparently it was the end of the night and they didn't want to do it, but they like spray it with something, and then that's what makes it like you just zoom down the slide. But by the time right. we were there, we were just scooting our way down. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that y'all were kind of stuck, getting yeah. a little sticky. You have but a it visitor. Was... Oh, okay. Yeah, one sec. Good thing this isn't live, or that'd be weird. I'm so lost without you. Yo, check us out on TikTok. We got some content going out over there. Let's give it a try. Here we go. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Hopefully that sounds good. I don't know. I got really close to the mic. I'm just talking to myself. I'm back. Sorry. You're back. Hi, I had to entertain the people for five minutes. Uh, yeah. It got a little stale there for a second. But... Welcome to the Botanical Garden. To ensure nourishment to the saplings, 
make sure to spread your seed. <laughs> there was a... Uh... So we don't have the Bengals channel here, so we had to, had to get up on that NFL streams. You know what I mean? Get up on... Oh, I know, yeah. yeah. Legally, though, right? Well, legally. Strictly legal. Yes. Strictly yeah. legal. You know, you pay right. for all of the necessities, you know. Necessities. Lock anyway. Yeah, that's what I did so far this weekend. Oh, also I played golf. Um, it was good. Nice. It is getting a little nipply outside for yeah. the golf thing. So I went yeah, out. Is, uh, fall is here, boy. My my friend. <laughs> boy. Boy. I went out I went out at like um let's see. I guess it was yesterday morning. I went out at like eleven, ten thirty, eleven, and it was I think around forty degrees when I went out. Pretty cold. Kevin, um Kevin. Yes. We're talking about the weather again. Ah, right. Gotta stop yeah. that. We gotta stop weather talk. Um, we are not meteor meteor whoa. <laughs> Meteorologists. We're not meteorologists. Yeah, we should get a green screen if we're going to talk about the weather this much and just kind of see here. Now, if you yeah. see here, the cold front is moving in this way, and in, in Omaha, it's going to be about sixty-nine degrees as the high, uh, the low being four forty-two point zero degrees. Right. You know, uh, <laughs> golf, golf, right? Golf. Um. So. Start of the morning, kind of cold. That's all I'll say. <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, I was going to say that it warmed up nicely for me. because. So, okay. Maybe that's all I'll your, say. Your golf game or the weather? The weather. But oh. um, Actually, though, I'm trying to get to a point in golf where I can play bogey golf consistent, consistently. So, like, have an average. So I, play, I play nine holes. I shoot nine over. I'm happy with that. And that's oh, exactly yeah. that's exactly what I did. I didn't do like just bogey on every hole. Like I got pars and then triple bogey somewhere, and you know, yeah. It, it, it so all ended a, up. Yeah, ended you had a little being, bit of a bogey boner. Excuse me. You heard me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like it. You were excited that you got all bogeys, so you had a bogey boner. I like that. Yeah. I, I don't. I know you're new to the golf scene, but that's kind of right. like that's like a saying that they that's, have. Like, yeah. Like a, it's like a professional something. It's say. an industry term. Gotcha. I'll, yeah. I'll know so, when I'm older, huh? It, yeah, it's more so for like newer players whenever they're trying to get better. Uh, okay. You know, and once they consistently have bogey boners, then they go to like, to something better. Like eagle erections, you know, that's yeah. that's once you get better into the golf game. Right. Um. Yeah, a hole in one, you don't even want to know. Oh my gosh! It gets wild. You spray everywhere. But anyway, yeah. so it <laughs> like a uh, yeah. I'm trying to come up with a good one. You're you're almost there. Yeah, yeah. Like an ace anal prolapse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, probably not. Uh, maybe a good par penis or something. Par penis, par Peter, par oh Peter. My gosh. Hope he just opened. He, who is that? Hanging out. Um, but anyway, yeah, so 
Yeah. I was going to talk to you about a certain aminal. And I wanted An aminal? To... Speaking of aminals. Yeah. Dude. So I learned about this animal the other day. How? Um, How does this come to be? Um, you big I, Nat Geo guy? Rachel saw a TikTok. Rachel saw a TikTok about this specific animal and animal. showed it to me. And I was like, oh shit, this is actually crazy. So I looked into it and now... um. What what should my name be today? Animal expert Kevin is here to enlighten oh. you guys on a couple facts that I learned. So, when you think about the hardest punchers in the world, you think about, I don't know, Mike Tyson. Boxers, yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, something like that. But, the hardest or hit, fastest punching animal... In the animal kingdom, is actually a shrimp. A shrimp is the fastest puncher, or like the strongest, like based on weight. Fastest puncher, and let me break it down. Um, but I will say, standpoint. Um, okay, let, let me just break it down. So today we're going to be talking about the uh, mantis shrimp. Okay, first okay. of all. These things are beautiful. I didn't have a picture prepared, but I'm about to show you. So, like, praying mantis? Is that, like, kind of the premise here? Is that why? Um, Who got the name first? True. Good point. I don't really know. They're actually kind of cute, but they're also kind of freaky looking. Well, it is a shrimp, so it's kind of... They are... I'm going to go ahead and say they're cute. I'm gonna Do people sh- eat mantis shrimp? Maybe. What shrimp? So the, obviously now we know that there's different types of shrimp. Right. Now that you're bringing up a mantis shrimp. So what shrimp do we eat? I don't know. Maybe we just eat normal scrimps. Yeah, but normal scrimps have a name. That's the scientific name. Yeah, normal. I don't know. All right, let me show Is you Is it just guy. like saltwater shrimp? Something like that? That's a mantis shrimp? Look at that guy. Dude, he's... He's so cool. I think so flamboyant. Some people call them peacock shrimps, too, because of their colors. Yeah. So, okay. We're not even going to start with the um, punch factor. Wait, what? I just had a brain blast. A brain blast? Yeah, you know at the Japanese restaurants, you know there's sushi and the rainbow roll? Yeah. It's just a mantis shrimp. That's what you're eating. That's all it is. Room. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, Dude, so it makes sense. Before we even get to the punching, I do want to say something else too. So, humans, the color we see, the colors we see every day is due to these like three cones we have in our eyes that like pick up the color and shit. Right. And so like everybody knows um, that dogs only have two of those cones and that's why they, you know, certain colors they can't see and whatever. So for starters, what's crazy is mantis shrimps have 16 cones in their eyes. So they're How do we pro- know that? <laughs> I'm just taking one of those little bitches apart and just, you know, studying it. Yeah. But I can only imagine what 
the world looks like to them. It probably looks like what we see when we look at those like old school like 3D glasses you'd put on before the fireworks, you know what I'm saying? Like the kaleidoscopes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. Dude, I bet they probably see smell. Yeah, probably, honestly. So, Dude, imagine what they look like to each other with being that color. <laughs> probably some LSD looking. Yeah, seriously. Looking on acid. Um, but anyway, uh, what, what else was I going to say? Oh, right. So they have these like two front like claws i guess you could say but some of them have like claws that are looking more like like a like a bludgeon and other others are looking like kind of like a like a sharp pointier something so anyway okay with the the guys with the bludgeons they call them smasher mantises smasher mantis scrimps and yeah so when they punch when they're punching I'm getting into the punching now. When they're punching the other animals or whatever, their acceleration on their punch is the same of a 22 caliber bullet. So like just bam, like literally it's like half fast. Literally when they punch the water surrounding that punch boils it is that fast. I'm not exaggerating. No. I'm literally not making any of this shit up. So I, I think it was like 15,000 newtons or something like that is this punch, and it's equal to more than 2,500 times the shrimp's weight. Holy shit. It's like some anime shit, dog. Like, they fucking Dude, punch how are they... so hard. So, like, I think apparently their main prey is, like, octopus and crabs and shit. They literally punch okay. them. They can punch their arm off in, like, one punch. And then basically they can knock them the hell out and then they can eat like the meat. Dude, so, talk about a shrimp boil when they punch. <laughs> that was pretty good. Can you imagine they just rapid fire? Yeah. <laughs> they just boil up their prey. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Or a little, um, little Cajun seasonal on there. And so I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, damn, this shrimp looks awesome. Uh, what if I get one as a pet? Because that would be mm. sick. But yeah. apparently, you can't even, like, keep them um, in, like, a tank because their punch can break a quarter-inch glass tank. <laughs> so why not get half-inch? Bro, isn't that, like, that is so, I was just thinking about that. It's like, damn, it's a little shrimp, and it's able to do that. Um, that's crazy. Dude, that's insane. Like, you, he's just thinking, he's like, ah, I'm tired of this place. want to get out. Bam, just breaks the glass. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to show a video. A fisherman accidentally catches one and does it punch him? It punches its foot. It's the dude's boot. This guy just got new boots and I'll just show the video. But one other fact, the punch, and this is underwater, mind you, but mm-hmm. the punch happens in, in less than 80 microseconds, which is 15 or 50 times faster than the blink of an eye. <laughs> it's just oh crazy gosh. that a little shrimp has this much power. It's just freaking nuts. Especially those of the tasty variety. Look at that little guy. Yeah, I know. There's a see, like, I see his little tiny hands. The crab strays close. This little crab doesn't stand a chance. I've seen videos oh, of it no. taking out. I've seen videos of it taking out like big old boys. <laughs> Get wrecked. Twenty-two caliber bullet. The crab's like, oh, what the fuck? 
Oh, okay, that's his little bludgeon claw. Yeah. Ooh, KO, down for the count. Referee, count him up. I think that's it, one hit KO? He's done? That thing looks mad intimidating. Yeah. See, now he's just being a dick. punch knocks limbs off the victim. And oh, see a claw. Okay, yeah. is this it? Yeah, so this is a, a fisherman pulls one up. <laughs> no way. No way. Does he know what it is off the rip? No idea. Trying to get it off the hook. Ow. Yeah, you don't want your fingers down there. Ow. That really hurt. Wow. I'll show you what he did. That thing just grabbed onto me. And smashed my foot. Oh, dude, he cut through my freaking. Is he? Wow. Cut through, cuts through, through the boot and leaves like and a freaking mark in his booties. foot. Wow. Check this out. Just crazy the to fact me. That he took his boot off, but it's still in the boat. Yeah. Is Do you think it's yeah. you think it's breaking bones on a bare foot? Um. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know if it would break a bone. Dude, I but it just went through his boot and broke skin. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. But there you have it. Mantis Yo, that shrimp. is wild. I'm more concerned about why the fuck he's in the middle of the ocean on a kayak. Yeah, that's canoe. pretty sketchy, dude. Honestly, you're yeah, I mean, so it's, right. How is it so calm where he's at? Where are Mantis Shrimp from? Do you know? I don't know. I mean, you're animal expert Kevin today. I know. Uh, mantis shrimp are obviously clay. Are mantis shrimp. Oh. Obviously, they're from the warm waters of the Indian and Pacific Oceans. Okay. Oh, my bad, dude. I should have known. I don't know if he's cute or terrifying. I'm not sure. It's in between. It's like one of, like, one of those things that is cute but terrifying. Like, yeah. cute but could kill you. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like a, um, like a tiger or something. Yeah. Oh, they compared the punch of the with like the force of the punch to that of like a South African uh, lion's jaws. Wow. I mean, the fact that he has the strongest like force punch of the animal kingdom of all animals. <laughs> you would never expect it to be a fucking shrimp. No, because you think of like a gorilla being strong. Yeah. You know the the swipe of a like a grizzly bear. Yeah. That's a lot of force. Uh yeah. So who do you think wins and like say you have a thousand mantis shrimp <laughs> versus an alligator. I don't know. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. A thousand versus one alligator or like maybe ten alligator? Yeah, I think one alligator would be probably not not fair. I don't think yeah, one alligator has no chance. Just gets yeah. swarmed. But alligator Only, may, it might be the perfect animal with that that tough skin, maybe. Yeah, I but don't if know. it gets that underbelly, you know, the soft underbelly, yeah, just punch fucked. him right in the nuts. They get a thousand punches into the belly at once. I mean, it, it'd almost be like, have you seen where, uh, like, honeybees, how they kill their prey? If something tries, like a predator comes into the hive, the honeybees, 
Yeah, they cover them and they they vibrate their wings and it heats up the predator. Yeah, and basically melts their insides. So That's I think crazy. it'd be something like that if the mantis shrimp punches and it boils the water. Imagine that like times a thousand. Yeah, probably just heat up the crocodile or alligator. And I was trying to think about like new boots. <laughs> I was thinking about the, the like the ratio of like, um. The shrimp's weight versus the amount of force. I don't... I'm just imagining, like, an animal the size of... I don't even know. Like... Like a human. Like a human. Having that ratio, dude. Dude, he is breaking that machine that's at the bar where you punch the the little bag. And it gives you a score up to a thousand. Yeah. Mantis shrimp is breaking that. Yeah. Without a doubt. It's like... I don't know, like 50, 40 to 50,000 pounds of force if we were to have the same force. Uh, as that's, like, that's some superhero shit. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. So anyway. All right. We've talked about shrimp. Yeah, we've talked about this. Probably enough for the, for the year. Yeah, I think so. For a whole year. This has been the first edition of Animal Expert Kevin. Uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it, and we'll <laughs> we'll have to do this like once every two years or something so switching gears to a much more somber note oh. so if you've been a long if you've been a long time listener you've heard about the karen saga so karen is my neighbor because she is one was one um so the final chapter of the karen saga has come to a close last we heard previously on karen we she was having all these uh instances where the ambulance and the fire truck they would come to her house uh they wouldn't take her away but they would show up at least once once a day at at one point it was every day thing um then i mowed her yard and all this and this is now uh a few weeks ago uh not much was going on but uh, i was informed that my neighbor had passed away Yes, it is sad. R.I.P. Karen, uh, gone, but will be forgotten. Um, so the way I found out is I was taking my trash to the end of the road, like a good, good neighbor in the community, and there was three, three old ladies standing in front of our house, uh, just I don't know, having a little kumbaya. I don't know, just chatting it up. Yeah, and so I walked over, and this woman was in tears, and was like, Mary passed away this morning. And I was like, oh, damn, that's sad. Which, uh, that was genuine. I was like, that, that, that's sad. Um, also, first time I found out her name. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to get out of there as soon as possible, just because I did not want to be in the middle of that circle. But before I left, I did ask, hey, what was going on with her? Uh, and apparently she had broken her foot and she lived alone. So all these calls were, I guess, her falling and using life life alert, life support button. Yeah. And so that's, yeah. So that happened. Uh, RIP, moment of silence for my, my neighbor, Karen. Let's just take one really quick. All right, that's good. So <laughs> shortly after, shortly after she passed away, uh, they started cleaning her shit out. So I guess it was her family or whatever. I'm not even joking. I came home for lunch. Uh, one random, it was like a Tuesday. Uh, the Tuesday after she'd passed. And I'm not joking. 
30 cars lined the neighborhood. And like 30 people were like moving shit out of her house. Wow. They had like one of the big U-Haul and just probably 25 cars. I'm not exaggerating. It was insane. Like you couldn't even. Yeah. She had a support system. Probably, uh, didn't seem like it and never saw any of those fuckers over at the yeah, house. Yeah, now they're coming once she's dead. What if she was sitting yeah, on a one, pile and everybody's just like trying to get a little yeah. bit of it? They were trying to raid that furniture. They were trying to get it every little bit. Yeah. But the one I felt bad for the most was the dog that she had, which is sad. That is sad. But yeah, so that that's it. That's all I want to know or wanted to say was the Karen saga has, has been finished and the book is closed. Any update so, on the granddaughter? Um, she has blue hair. Wait, I thought the one. The... I don't know who that was. Okay. We still don't know who that was. She was making eyes at me. Uh, could have been a realtor. I don't. Right. I really don't know. Right. I don't but... know, but I think I know her. But I, yeah, again, I'm not sure. That will, you know, that's volume two of, right. of the saga. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh yeah, that's that. Yeah, book's closed. Uh, if anybody wants to move to Alabama and be my neighbor, got a house for sale. <laughs> Which it may be haunted, dude. This is weird. Okay. So this happened like last week. Uh, I, I'm. It's like six a.m. on a Saturday. I'm laying in bed, uh, and Luna, my dog, wants to go outside, and so I, I get up and no. Rewind. <laughs> I knew I was going to be sleeping in. <laughs> I knew I was going to be sleeping in, so I left her doggy door open so she could go out so she didn't have to wake me up, right. you know? So I'm in bed. It's like 6 o'clock in the morning, and she's barking her head off outside. Oh. So Luna, you know, your dog has different barks, you know, right. based, based on the situation. I know what her bark is whenever there's somebody that she can see, like, close. Uh, and then there's also barks when she's just barking at a dog in the neighborhood. They're having a little bark off. Right. Right. So this bark was, Hey, I see someone, there's a motherfucker right, right here. Red alert, red alert. And Mm -hmm. I wake up and I go outside like Luna, it's six o'clock in the morning. Shut up. And I'm standing on my back porch and it's still dark enough to where, you know, it's dark. It's six o'clock in the morning. Right. And I look across in my neighbor's backyard and I see this figure like, almost like run to the back of her fence and just kind of stand there. What? Yeah. No, no cars in the, in the driveway could be one in the garage. Like I didn't think anybody was there, but Luna's barking. Like she sees something and I stand there and like, I just kind of stare and I see this silhouette of a person and I'm just like, all right, Luna, let's go inside. And it didn't really hit me that that could have been a person. Like, I don't know what it was. It's weird. Could be haunted, so. Dang. Uh, Dude, that's crazy, actually. It was very strange. I really don't know what it was, but it was definitely, I know without a doubt that there was a outline of a person, a black silhouette, kind of run from the front, like, into view towards her back fence and just kind of stand there. Like, they were moving quickly. It was weird. Did you hear anything? No, I don't, I don't think so. Like, I didn't, also, I wasn't like, hey, what are you doing? Right. I was just like, Luna, let's go. Like I was half asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was shirtless, like it was cold. It was brisk, you know. Yeah. No, I get Very it. Very strange. It's crazy. Maybe she's back. She, she died in the house. Yeah. Like heart attack or something. 
stroke maybe, maybe. Maybe she's back. And she just <laughs> wanted to wanted to be her spry young self again. She was just doing some laps back there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe she just came back just for the season of Halloween. Ooh, maybe she thought it would be fitting to stick around for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, enough about her. Enough about her. R.I.P. Karen Saga final chapter. Yeah. So, speaking of haunting, I believe I'm cursed. Okay, let's hear this. <laughs> so, there in my lifetime, uh, there's been this thing that I, I believe I'm cursed with Disney World. <laughs> okay. So, it has been coined in my family, the Disney World curse. Uh, really, it's a prerequisite at this point. So to explain, I have been to Disney World with a girlfriend twice, and both times uh, have ended in breakups. Gotcha. Not because of, well, one of them may have been because we went to Disney World, but the other one, you know, <laughs> it was it was far after the right. Disney World trip. Right. So the 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 thing here is if we can go on a Disney World trip and stay together after then she is the one. That's smart. like that is the prereq. Yeah. And the reason it's cursed is, is because I'm over 2 on relationships. Uh the first one the first one I went with her family. And uh, I was not having a great time. And so I broke up with her on the trip with her family. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't having fun. She was she was treating me like shit, man. She was making me feel like I was less like I was. I don't know. So how does that work then? Like it happens and then you guys aren't even home yet. Yeah, so- it was like the night before we traveled back. Uh, like I was being like, it's like, all right, you know, the group would be like, all right, what are we doing next? Do you want to go ride this ride or you want to go eat here or whatever? And I would just throw out my suggestion and be like, oh, like, I think riding the frozen ride would be really fun. That's a cool ride. And then they're just and like, they'd be like, she would look at me and be like, no, we're not doing that. We're going to this ride. And I'd be like, well, <laughs> fuck. Okay. And then just like walk away from me and like walk ahead of me. And I'm Damn. just walking by myself with her family and just, I kind of felt left out, like excluded. Yeah. What the heck? Um, so why? the last night, oh, okay. the last night I was like, hey, Disney World's supposed to be the happiest place on earth and I'm not happy. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to work out. <laughs> Broke up with her on the trip and then we had to fly back and drive like four hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey, so, you know, you got to do what you got to do, brother. Listen, man, when you know, you know, and I definitely knew that it was not her. Yeah, and why why milk it out for longer? Like, you know, you just, you just, but I the, guess. The kicker here is when she first asked me, I was like, I can't pay for that. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. My parents will pay for you. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. Like, her parents loved me and I loved them. Like, they were cool. Uh, just her daughter, their daughter was not it. But anyways, so <laughs> afterwards, she was like, hey, you owe, you owe my, me $500. I was like, no, no. That's not how it works. Oh, my gosh. So I, yeah, I didn't pay her shit. 
Yeah, that's kind of fucked for her to say that. Because yeah, it's not like it, it's coming out of her wallet. Yeah, obviously it wasn't the best relationship to begin with. Uh, um, yeah, she totaled her Mercedes and then got a Range Rover the next day. So let's we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, my dad was like, dodged a bullet there. She was an expensive one. I was like, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but then the next, the next um, girlfriend, years later, went on the trip with my family. Mm-hmm. And it was a great trip. We had a great time. Uh, and then like a year and a half later, we broke up. So uh, the curse is real. Or like, I just don't go to Disney World with my significant other ever. Maybe. To avoid the curse. Yeah. But you can't get away from the curse. It'll catch up to you eventually. No. I hope not. I hope, you, like... You might as well just get Marty it out of the married. way quick. After <laughs> Marty's married, and then she, come she back brings up She brings up an idea, like, oh, my God, this would be so fun. We can bring the kids. You're, like, 45 at this point. And, <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 I don't think we should. And she, what's going on? And then you explain I it to you her. you love Disney World. You like, explain it to her, yeah, like, listen. Yeah, I would listen. love to go, just <sighs> not with you. This sounds so stupid, but listen, I just have this stupid, funny thing. It's this curse, and you guys both laugh about it together, and, you know, whatever, and you go, and then when you come back, she just... She cheats on me. I'm taking the kids. I've met Norman. He's a great man, and we're leaving you. No, no, the real kicker, his name would be, like, Mickey or Walt (laughs) or some shit. Yeah, Yeah, this is Donald. um... This is Donald. (laughs) I met him on its small world. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking small world. He lives in the same town as us. Yeah, damn. Yeah. So maybe one day the curse will be broken. If anybody out there wants to go to Disney World with me and, you know, trial and error this shit, hit me up. Yeah. We got to test the curse out. Hey, we went to yeah. Disney together and I still love you. So. Yeah, but we're not, we're not intimate. Yeah, that's true. The talk of sports these days, primarily foosball, football, is uh, are these like bogus roughing the passer calls. Yep. And it's gotten really out of hand because it is football and it's a contact sport. Yeah. But also, you know, a lot more scientific medical data has come out about the after prolonged effects of, you know, hitting your head against somebody else's head repeatedly. Right. Yeah. Hard. So... I understand where they're coming from and trying to make these calls. But if you're going to like, it's a judgment call and that's the worst part about it. We're leaving it into the hands of one or two people who are, you know, all, I mean, they're being paid and I'm sure they go over this shit all the time. And it's honestly probably one of the toughest jobs ever. Yeah. Like to make these judgment calls on stuff that people are betting money on uh, people's jobs are on the line, like as far as the players and, and coaches even. But there's been two or three roughing the passer calls that are determining the outcomes of games. And like late in the game, like uh, last week, I believe it was last week, Tom Brady, you know, the GOAT, he's 45, he's still playing football. He got tackled like a normal sack. The guy just kind of slung him down, wasn't rough or anything, and then the flag comes out and, you know, caused them to keep the ball and they ended up winning the game. Now, I'm not saying the other team would have won if there was no call because, you know, you don't know the outcome, but it definitely takes away their chance to, you know, prove themselves to win the game. Yeah. So, 
Have you seen any of these? Um, so I saw, so I saw one and then I saw a couple of memes on like social media about it. Like there was some old clips of like some, like old film of Tom Brady getting just rocked yeah. and like no, no, no flag or anything was called. And it was just like, I think the caption was like, I don't know, 2022 would be freaking uh, starting a riot if this happened in a game these days. But so, yeah, yeah I, th- I think it's hard to justify old and versus new just because so much has changed and so much more information has been gathered. I think that it is a good thing that they're they're bringing this to light and taking it more serious, uh, seriously. Um, I feel like recently it's like they're almost like just making a statement with these play calls. Like, I think they probably they've probably been around long enough to know that people are going to get mad at the calls, but they're doing it anyway to like make a statement, as in like, hey, you can't do do it like you used to, and it's going to piss people off no matter what. Like, and okay, but put your put yourself in the eyes or in the shoes of the defensive player. How like what? How are they supposed to do their job? Like, because they can't tackle low, you can't tackle high. You have like you know just their torso that you can hit, and you're not allowed to hit them hard at all. Like you can't land on them, and that was one of the controversies of the call. Like the dude is tackling him. Some of them are even getting pushed into the guy, and he's falling on top of him, but he's trying to brace himself. Like there's on the video. He's trying to put his arm out to brace himself so he doesn't put all of his weight on the onto the quarterback. Yeah. And it's still getting flagged. And it's like, how do they... They can't be perfect every right. time. Right. Like, we're humans. And so, how is he supposed to go full speed and try to tackle this guy? Because if he tries to half-ass it, it, gives a chance for the guy to either slip away or throw it to, like, the receiver or throw it out of bounds. And then it's, you know... You're not getting rewarded for winning that play against the lineman. Right. I, yeah, I think the play, I think quarterbacks are very lightly padded, right? Um, no, I'm, they have the same pads, but uh, some of them even have like the, the ribs, they have the rib protectors, the flag jackets. I thought I was pretty sure they didn't have shoulder pads. Because they need to be able to throw the ball. They definitely have shoulder pads. They okay. may be smaller or like slightly, but okay. they definitely have shoulder pads. Okay. Because I'm so, thinking maybe rather than implementing different play calls, they should just change the amount of... Well, but if you say they're padded just like everyone else, then I guess there's no r- real way to make that better. But I thought that... My worry should... is like eventually... It's going to be, you can't bring the quarterback to the ground. No, I, I feel like it's going to be, so? I feel like it's going to be two hand touch, dude. Cause there's no way for the defensive player to like succeed at what he's supposed to do. Uh, it's just very hard, but I, I do have a solution for, for like some of these play calls and like refereeing. Um, so with today's world, there's like 18,000 cameras in a stadium and like pretty much every play is reviewed almost like is looked at, especially mm-hmm. 
like some of the like say a referee on the field throws a flag and then you know how sometimes they'll pick it up and say hey there's no flag on this play yeah that's all of them discussing on the field like hey i got this and then the other guy be like no that wasn't a flag i had this angle blah 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 yeah they should have a uh, a team at every stadium or like in new york or something that is overviewing every angle and every call that's made in real time and it should be it could be uh you know old players or like old referees or like just all the, like non almost non biased but maybe like a like five people so the referee on the field calls a flag or calls a penalty and then it goes up to those these people in the booth and they make a vote it's like three it has to be a three-fifths vote of yes i agree that's a flag or no that's not a flag Gotcha. Just to, to take the judgment call out of the referee's hands on the field to try yeah. to get the most accurate, non-biased call possible. Or bro, I got another now, Sorry, I didn't let you finish. I'm sorry. But now that I said that out loud, it sounds like a dumb idea. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's different ways to think about it because how I was just thinking about it, it's like we have like... like like UFC and like boxing and these sports that like you're literally your main goal is to knock this dude out. You know what I mean? Like, and when yeah, they're, make- when they're down, you continue to punch their face in until the ref calls it. And it's like, mm-hmm. I just feel like maybe we're getting a little bit too. Okay. This is, I'm not going to say it like it's my opinion, but I'm going to say it because it could be someone's opinion out there and I would understand it. Like, we have to remember that football is a contact sport. Maybe mm-hmm. that means that people can't quite play. They, they, If they're not fit for the position that they're playing, they shouldn't play it. It's not a sport for everyone. It's not a sport for people who are injury prone, especially people that have had head injuries in the past. Like, I, maybe we're being too soft about it. I, I don't know. Like, because when you look at I, other sports and you look at like the the crazy physical, you know, contact in, you know, UFC or whatever. Maybe we can't have, you know, people approaching their fifties continue to play such a super contact sport or people that are like Tua who can easily have something bad and life changing happen. And if he decides to play, that's his choice, you know, like, yeah, I I don't know. Like I don't know what else to say. I don't think we should be changing the rules of the game just because people don't want to get hurt. You know, I I don't know. Yeah, that's I mean, another way to think about it. Players, I know. I agree. I think it is it is becoming soft in a way. But I mean, I understand their their look at it being player safety. You know, driven. Like yeah. they want their big name players to be able to play on a week to week basis to drive in. You know, the eyes on the game. Like right. if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt and he's not playing for like three weeks, I feel like the ratings on a Chiefs game is going to be substantially lower yeah. than if Patrick Mahomes is playing. Think about so, it. like I understand it's a business at the end of the day, yeah, and they want their assets to be able to produce revenue for their company, which is the NFL, but. The main part is they just can't be contro- like the refs cannot control the outcome of the game, and that is what's been happening. Yeah. And it's been one referee that's called 
made two bad calls in these games that have like you know really? caused the outcome. Think about I was just thinking about this. Think about if there was a penalty for uh intentionally hitting someone's nose in UFC. And like they'd have to That'd go back so to stupid. You know what I mean? I think like that's yeah. kind of what it's coming to with with football. It's like these It's like, like oh like like it's it's crazy because um even if there's like a really hard hit that is completely legal, everyone even on the sidelines is screaming. Oh, that is so uncalled for and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, oh, know? targeting. Oh, he hit him in the head. But it's like you show the replay and it's completely legal. Would you have sex with an alien? I feel like depending on like how so he like, approached it. So like he? if he or she, you know, depending on how they approached the situation, throw, throw down the throw down the, the situation here. Put me in okay. the, the so, story here. Yeah. So the reason I asked that, like, I watched Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy recently, and you know, he and uh, Gamora, Chris Pratt, Star-Lord, and right. Gamora, they have, like, a relationship. Yeah. And obviously Star-Lord's from, like, uh, Earth. So it's like, would you have sex with an alien? And so, uh, so that's kind of where I'm basing this off of that. It would be consensual. It wouldn't be like a anal probe kind of situation. Okay. Okay. It would be like you met in a spaceship bar. You're slugging back a couple slimy pink drinks or whatever. Okay. So this is, this is pretty, pretty fiction feeling. Pretty. Obviously we're having sex with aliens. Well, I mean, you know, (laughs) let me, let me throw a situation at you then. Okay. One night, middle of the night, about, well, we'll just say 4 a.m., just to be safe. Okay. You wake up to, like, radiant light coming out of your window in the backyard. Like, oh, uh-huh. fuck, what the fuck is that? So you stumble back there, and, like, you see a miniature little uh, spacecraft has landed in your backyard. Okay. okay. And you're freaking out. Obviously, it's like, what the yeah. fuck? I, I don't know necessarily what you do. Maybe you run inside, just staring out the window. Um, and you just see this alien come out with a kind of nice figure. But like, that's maybe not not what you're thinking about at the moment. But you do happen to notice there's some nice curves going on. But that doesn't matter at this point because it's an alien. So you're like, damn, this is freaky. She's kind of thick, but that's not important. Um the alien comes out, automatically sees you, and is like, hi, just does a wave. Yeah. And you, like, maybe you creak the door open, and you're like, are you an alien? And they're like, yes, but we mean you no harm. We're just here to, like, kind of hang out. We're just here to fuck. And so they kind of, like, are talking and you're like really hesitant at first, but then you're like, okay, like maybe this is a one in a lifetime opportunity. I, you know, there's an alien in my backyard right now. Okay. Only seems to be like two or three of them. Um, but then the one that's talking is the one that, you know, kind of busting down a little bit. And so you, you go outside and you're like, geez, it's chilly. They give you a tour of the place. It's just a little hub, like craft. It's nothing crazy, but they're like, you should see what we got going on. This is just like a little messenger craft. You take them in. 
Luna is surprisingly down to have him in the house, like mm-hmm. kind of licking and sniffing and wagging. And you just sit down and you start to talk. They're like, yeah, like we, we know English. We're like a couple thousand years ahead of you guys as far as like, you yeah. know. And like the they, scenario you're laying out here. They just seem super down to earth, literally. And <laughs> um, so you guys get to talking and they're like, hey, listen. We wanted to take um, some like we 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 really do like humans and we feel like there's a lot of potential, but there's just not any. Um, there's just not any humans like maybe they're Durka Durian or something like that. I don't know why that just popped up in my head, but it just came to mind just random. Yeah. And so they uh, they're like, listen, we'd love to take your seed and use it for you know. To make a couple humanoids up on whatever. Yeah, to make some advancements in, so, I mean, in like, human society. And you have, you're just like, yeah, like, that's fine. You know, like, it's strictly consensual, but this is also crazy. And then they take you into their hub and turns out they actually have, like, a little room in there that's specific for human pleasure. Would it would that scenario cater to you, to your taste at yeah, all? Uh, yeah, absolutely. They okay. wouldn't even have to come in. I would just hop on the ship immediately. Okay. But That's like a one in a lifetime, dude. Like you can't. Yeah. Because I'm thinking even if, even if maybe they were like, listen, uh, I hate to do this, but we have to, we have to extract your seed some way. And then you're yeah. like, no. And then they're like, all right, we're going to get our taser beam out and fucking threaten yeah, you. We're taking it. Yeah. And then maybe it's like a little bit more of like a kink sort of thing. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. But also at the same time, like, holy shit. You know? I feel like if you resist, uh, there'd be no way you'd get aroused. Like if you're terrified. So I feel like they're going to cut open your sack and extract that way. Right. I think so the it, better it, play it, is to just kind of be down for it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, because, you know, to your heart's content, the as far as your mind can go about what an alien you know looks like yeah in that sense you know it's up to your imagination as to what that alien's going to do to you right i mean they're Dang. you got to think they're thousands of years ahead of our time so like they may have this like, like rotating like uh little i mean that that <laughs> mouth may be doing stuff that our mouths could never do Giving you like the Indian rug burn, like dude. Talk special. about Gog Gog three thousand. It would be like over nine thousand Gog Gogs. Yeah, you know they what like I mean? just flex a certain muscle and it just, brrr, you know, it starts like yeah. They like that's what I'm saying. Like they had yeah. to your imagination's extent. You know, it could be any which way that yeah, yeah. So I so think, yeah, I'm jumping on that ship a thousand percent. Yeah, I think honestly, even if I get abducted at that point. Imagine the story that you could tell after you're back. That's, I ain't coming back. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I, I'll probably visit, you know, every now and then. Right. But right. I would now become an alien myself and have little half alien babies. And, you know, it's probably just like a whole new world up there, man. Yeah, literally. So do you know what a Twi'lek is? A Twi'lek? Twi'lek? I think it's a Twi'lek. Um, no. It's in the Star hear. Wars. I just sent you a picture of it. Okay. Actually. Let's check it out. So uh, they're in Star Wars, and 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if they came to pick me up, a hundred percent. That's who. That's wow. who I'm going with. One yeah. thousand. Yeah. And how do you spell you that, know, Clay? A, tw- a Twi'lek? Twi'lek. Yeah. G W I L E K. Okay. Yeah. Thinking maybe we could we could share what they look oh, like. Oh yeah, hardcore fans know what a tweet like looks like. Yeah. Um. So that's. So yeah. Bottom line, I don't think we ever got your answer on your scenario. Oh, would you I... communicate with an alien on the scenario I gave you? You're in a a space a space bar. So this is post getting abducted. There, <laughs> nice. there it is, guys. There's a tweet like very um, humanoid so is, looking. I will say, yeah, um, yeah. So this is yeah. post getting abducted. Okay. So this is say five years down the line. The the one that abducted you, it just didn't work out. So you're in a spaceship bar, you know, okay. drinking down some crazy looking drinks, getting fucked up on the alien booze. Yeah, fuck yeah. And and you look over and and there's this you know. This Twi'lek looking lady and and you go over alien lady and you go over to her and she like wraps her little tentacle around your shoulder and she's like feeling Ooh. you up and down. Wow. Yeah. I'm and getting, she's like, yeah. and she's like, come back in your arrow. Cause that's how she talks. Right. I don't even but care what she's saying. You don't, you don't really understand, but you have this device that translates all alien languages. Oh, okay. Into, it's like a it's like a little AirPod looking thing. Okay, yeah, I'm done. And, and so, are you going home with her or like? Um, just because yeah. she's coming to you, just because you're human, and that's rare. So, like, basically, you're just the hot commodity, right, dude? I'm saying even if she doesn't, okay. Short answer, yes. Uh, long answer, I don't really even care if she looks like, um. Like a demogorgon, honestly. Like, like Jabba in the, the hut in the Is face. That where you draw okay, the line? yeah, it might be where the line gets drawn. But like, if she some somewhat, even somewhat resembles like a like a human, you know, like I feel like it's definitely. Imagine the adrenaline. And just being like, "What is going on right now? This is so wild." Yeah. And then, you know, you'd literally be asking them, like, where, like, what do I, where does it where go? Where do I put this? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, it actually goes in my ear. And it's like, sick. And then you do it. And then that's a whole new experience. And like, I mean, no one would ever believe you, but maybe. Yeah, you got to be careful, though, because some of those uh, reproductive organs of aliens could, you know, be a little more rigid Ooh. Than, than used to. Like who knows what kind of anatomy maybe, is going on in yeah, there? Yeah, maybe that aliens the the male alien has like a very rough sort of spear, and that's yeah. what he used. And then you're you're like you go in and then you can't get out. You know what I mean? Because you're all yeah. soft. Yeah, that would suck. Actually, wow, hard but soft at the same. Yeah, I, I would need I would need a rundown of what it's we what's need going an, on an, in there. Anatomical analysis of. Quickly, yeah. a quick one. I wouldn't need anything crazy. Just, just enough to. Right, because if you go down to eat it out and then it ends up eating you, like it just cannot yeah. be happening. It would well, just maybe be a bad day. I would just present it to her. Present 
you know, what I got and say yeah. like, how is this going to fare in your area? And if and she, she says, just, it, yeah, I think it'll be all right. Then I mean, that's all I really need. I think at that point. So, but would you be upset if she was like, yeah, I've done this with a human before. Like with that, like, how would you feel with not being her first human dude? Like if she's going to be your first alien, I would think that unless I wanted it to be like a long-term sort of thing, I think I'd be fine with it. I think I would almost feel honored to just be in that situation, you know, because not all humans get to do that, you know? Right. I don't know anyone that's gotten to do that and live to tell the tale. Yeah. I'm trying to think. No, I don't, I don't think I know anyone either that's done that. So. So, hey, any aliens that are watching, uh, if you want to come pick us up in your spaceship, I mean, we're down, clearly. Yes, you do have. Now, I would, I don't think I would like to do, see, Clay is in for maybe more of the long haul. I think he's committed to like seven to ten years, would you say? Oh, like, I don't know. It just depends on how it goes the first, you Mm -hmm. know, couple of years. But yeah, I'm down to go for life. Whereas I would be maybe more of just like a quick fling. I think because I got a lot going on here, aliens, you know, so anyway, Yeah, but then you get to leave all of that behind. Start fresh. Be like, yeah, be an alien. We could be boys up in alien world. Yeah. Maybe they're polygamous and we get to, you know, have our own little clan family, you know, of, of alien, half alien babies. Be depending on the looks of the aliens. That might be sick. So that could be cool. And then you bring down your little half alien baby back to Earth just to be the most dominant athlete. Yeah, that's so true. You know, there are a lot of possibilities there. Yeah. But uh, so short answer, yes, we would have sexual intercourse with an alien. I think so. So if you have any argument to deny that, I would love to hear it. I I think. Yeah. I don't even yeah. want to hear it because you'd just be lying at that point. And I think 99% of guys would have sex with an alien. Now, if you're a girl, sex with an alien guy may be way different. So Yeah, that's true. I I could see where that could be You would have to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You have that's to, a whole other topic for another day, so yeah. I think we should pinch it off there. Um... Yeah, no, that was a. You agree? Yeah, I think it's good. It's a good time to pinch her off, and uh, I mean, we had a, a pretty good. Yeah, we got to talk about a mantis shrimp. We got to talk about Karen, aliens, Disney World curses, potential ghosts. You know, we we hit a lot of yeah interesting topics. Who today. knows? Maybe the Karen saga isn't actually over. Maybe it's only beginning. Uh, whoa, volume yeah. two coming soon. Yeah. But without a doubt, uh, thanks for stopping in, guys. If you if you made it to this part, just comment somewhere on our socials uh, the word pineapple. Or alien. Do alien. Yeah, alien. Just write alien like somewhere. Yeah. So we know that you're a real one. You made it to the end. Yeah. So. Um, if you guys haven't seen the new TikTok yet, by the way, it's it's done pretty good for us. I think we're over 1,400 views. A little shy of a hundred likes, but I think that's kind of a good it's start a good for starting. us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bravo! Hats off to Clay. 
did a great job, and he's going to continue to be doing even better every time. Ah, good one. Hats off. I like that. Um, oh, yeah. But we're not going to draw this out any more than we need to. So, yeah, we are out of here, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. All right, let me shut this thing down. Gang, gang, 100. Goodbye. Goodbye. Dude, I am going to go look up some alien porn. Tentacles. The Twi'lex, dude, you mentioned that. I immediately pitched a tent underneath this desk. Dude, we're still live. Oh, not this again. God damn it. Hey, 